today with a science session. We're going to go over a science uh, style that is not usually studied, but this topic really is, well, let's roll the clip and I'll explain. Welcome to Everyday Heroes, the series that covers all things educational, informational, but still super fun under the official Rob Glasher Network. If you haven't yet, <laughs> excuse me, if you haven't yet, please go over to Twitch and YouTube, hit that subscribe button, boom, you will be notified every time we go live. We go live at least two times a day, if not more, and we got some cool stuff coming up, so probably is going to be more than just two days. So today we're going to do Material Sciences 101, um, and that is basically what it sounds like. It is the science of studying, researching, and discovering materials, specifically how they work in nature, how they form, how they can be improved, or in this case, ways to make materials that could then be used for a different purpose. And that's exactly what happened here. This article came uh, from the swaddle.com last year, last November, so fairly recent. A uh, link is up there if you want to follow along. Scientists have made a material that doesn't exist on Earth but that's not the only cool thing about this. So the previous months to when this was written, uh, scientists from Northwest University and Cambridge University came up with methods to synthesize a material that doesn't exist on Earth. The scientists devised their own methods to create what's called tetratainite, a complex iron and nickel alloy present exclusively in meteorites landing from outer space. In the long run, the development holds the potential to revolutionize green energy. And that's the big thing here. This uh, man-made material can change what green energy, <laughs> excuse me, can change what green energy is and does. So they continue by saying a vital component of building renewable energy options is permanent magnets. Magnets and magnetic materials ability to generate electricity provides a cleaner emission-free alternative to energy obtained from fossil fuels. The most powerful permanent magnets currently are rare earth magnets. These are magnets built from alloys of rare earth elements and have a much higher magnetic field than a regular magnet would. However, obtaining these things is not exactly going to be the easiest thing, and it exacts a very heavy toll on the planet strictly because you are drilling, you are destroying the earth, and basically in order to get something to help, you are actually doing more harm than good. Enter the scientists. So, um, let's see. All right. So this is where the tetratenite comes in. They continue. It is naturally occurring form on the surface of meteorites, and it forms over millions of years. As the meteorite cools, its iron and nickel atoms order themselves into a unique stacking sequence. That's where you get the material. The resulting alloy is similar to what you would find on Earth, but again. You don't want to be digging because your idea to help the environment is to not do more harm to it. Um, so Laura Lewis, one of the scientists there, says the iron and nickel atoms have to rearrange themselves and nature will do it. But that takes millions of years to do. Obviously, if we can do it industrially on a relevant time scale, she continued, they will have a nice new addition to the permanent magnetic magnet portfolio. So that is pretty neat, I think. Um, again, obviously, usually when you man-made something, it's not the greatest 
you know, usually if you're talking about food, if you're talking about stuff like that. But if we can make a material that will help, you know, be cleaner, have emission free, alternative, energy, anything, it's going to be better than what we're doing now. The question will be, and this is just kind of on my end, how many people are going to go for this versus people who are used to how it is? So the article continues that this isn't the first time that they've tried synthesizing this material on Earth. Back in the 1960s, they successfully attained, attained it by bombarding iron nickel alloys of neutrons um, in the same manner as they do in tetrotinite. However, such a method is unsuitable for mass production. So... You live, you learn, you try, you do. That's what science is, right? You test something out, you find out it's too much time, too much effort, not enough material. You got to find an easier way to do it. Lindsey Greer, one of the scientists on the Cambridge team, said, since then, scientists have been fascinated with getting that ordered structure, but it's always felt like something that was very far away. Um, now, however, it seems like it's not so much. So the team uh, began the research by studying the mechanical properties of different nickel and iron alloys. They particularly focused on those that contain tiny amounts of phosphorus, another element that's also found in meteorites. We're seeing a lot of connection to meteorites here. Now we know, just as a side note, we know that when it comes to meteorites and other space um, debris or material, there's a lot of things in there that are found on Earth but in different quantities, and it does different things. What's interesting is a lot of things that come from space tend to actually have useful purposes. It's not always that you find it, because science is not necessarily saying, oh, let's crack open the meteorite and see what we can find, more than doing something else. But there are people like these teams here that are doing this, and that's just, just a little sign note for class, just to you know let you know that there's a lot of interesting things that you can find but not everyone's looking. Greer continued by saying, what was so astonishing was that no special treatment was needed. They just melted the alloy, poured it into a mold, and boom, they got tetrotinite. The scientists at Northwestern back in the U.S. were able to synthesize it using multiple elements in their nickel uh, iron alloy. In their patent, Lewis and her team mentioned that tetrotinite can be made using molten iron and nickel and any of the following elements. Titanium, vanadium, aluminum, boron, carbon, molybdenum, iridium, and niobium. Now, some of those, like titanium, aluminum, boron, and carbon, are easily manufactured and made in a lab as well. Some of the other ones, like molybdenum, iridium, niobium, and vanadium, are not as normal, at least to the common person, but in a format of, of a lab, you can also use those as well in some way. So lastly, they say the researchers now exploring lab-made tetratinite practical viability as a material to replace rare earth elements in permanent magnets. If they're successful on a large scale, guys, it may indeed result in a major shift in how we obtain energy and fuel with the potential to literally go green when it comes to energy. So this is really neat. And again, this just started back in November, so it's only been a few months since but think about it. If they can mass produce this quick enough and large enough, we have a material that basically, and again, they say truly green. I don't know if there's ever such a thing as truly, 
But if we can at least get, let's say, 95 to 97 percent green energy, that's still going to make a big difference on how the world is. Is it late or too late to get it done? You know, I don't know. We've been able to do things like replant uh, forested areas. We've been able to repopulate uh, animals like the bison that were depleted back in the Wild West. We've been able to do many different things that, yes, it's kind of on a minuscule-ish, but it still served the purpose of reproducing or recreating or growing what we wanted to grow. So what do you guys think? If you have any questions, feel free to ask. I will be here. We can chat on replay. Also in Discord, feel free to send us a message there. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? It is pretty freaking cool that they are, <laughs> excuse me, that they are doing this. And my hope would be, um, you know, as the uh, purveyor of knowledge, as the teacher I am, but also just as the person I am, that I hope this actually comes to fruition because how cool would it be to finally have an earth that uses energy in a more healthier way? All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us for class today. Later on, we have a mystery video, so you're not going to want to miss that. If you have any questions, as I mentioned, feel free to ask, chat on here, click those bells on YouTube and Twitch. As always, guys, thank you so much for watching and coming to class. Stay curious. We'll see you later.